Hello there, you luminous beings, and welcome to another episode of The Force Nexus, a Star Wars podcast where we talk the light side, the dark side, and everything else in between from that galaxy far, far away. I hope you're all doing well today, and thank you for joining me on day 13 of 30 Days of Star Wars, a celebratory countdown towards the launch of Rise of Skywalker. Yesterday, on day 12, I took a look at the original trilogy and spoke about why Return of the Jedi is my favourite of the three, and if you're yet to hear that one as well as any of the previous episodes, you can find those on the show's feeds on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts and more, simply by searching The Force Nexus, a Star Wars podcast. But for today's episode, let's take a look at the modern age of Star Wars and talk about why my favourite movie from the Disney era is The Force Awakens. Honestly, for this film, it really is down to the amount of fun that I have with it, which is to say, an awful lot. There's some great character building and world building moments in there, some of which I'll touch upon in this episode, but I mean, let's take the first hour alone. It's filled with pure hectic fun. There's heavy, cool action with some small character moments sprinkled in. The opening Stormtrooper raid. Cool action? Check. It's rather prequel-esque, seeing the pristine uh, shine with the white Stormtroopers against the sands of Jakku. It really reminds me of the firefights on Geonosis in that way. But besides that, it's super cool to actually see Stormtroopers actually being oppressive and murderous. They can actually hit things now as well. But with that also comes with the emotional stress of Finn. It's when we start to see it from Finn's view, from the point of view of a stormtrooper, that we kind of realise, sure, it looks cool, but these are actually the bad guys, and that isn't cool. The fun and the world building continues for me as we get the adventurer vibe from Rey as she's scavenging the Star Destroyer. I always felt slightly envious of Rey, being able to adventure through something so huge and cool. I want to see what's in there. But there's the effect of will building. It gets you drawn in. Also, I hadn't read the Aftermath trilogy, the books leading up to The Force Awakens, that had the Battle of Jakku in it, so this sequence really compelled me to get into that and read up on what happened during the final stand of the Empire. I also appreciate the slight world building that's done at Nima Outpost as well. You can get a slight sense of the hierarchy with the two aliens that we first see that are inspecting Ray's work, and then with Uncle Plot kind of fishing out the proportions for the work that the scavengers do. It's kind of like a boss paying his employees for their work, with the two aliens we saw acting as like supervisors. Now with Jakku kind of slightly touched on, I want to shift forward to another really fun sequence in my opinion, and that's Finn and Poe's escape from the First Order. But first, I do have a note here about Poe's interrogation scene. Is it the first interrogation scene we've actually witnessed? I mean, Leia's in episode 4 and Han's in episode 5 were both behind closed doors, and then we find out eventually that they leak the information and then... Uh, you know, hands taken by uh, by Boba Fett and Vader in Carbonite. But with Pose, I found it really neat that we got to see his dangerously brutal force mind invasion, and then we also find out like the information that he held. 
But anyway, back to the escape itself. It's not the typical escape scene that we're used to, where they just fly out and jump into hyperspace just in time. They're out, but they're not clear of the Star Destroyer's laser turrets. I love me a space battle, and even seeing a TIE fighter zip around dodging rockets is enough to get my attention. It's done in such detail as well, from the manoeuvres of the TIE itself, down to the rotating shot around the cockpit, which I think is an amazing little addition. It shows a lot inside, but also gives off that cramped feeling that you imagine having when cooped up in a small ball. Going alongside the action, I think there's great chemistry as well between Poe and Finn. You can certainly tell that Poe is a natural leader, inspiring Finn whilst he's panicking, but taking a firm but hopeful tone, you know, given their situation. And then they pull it off and destroy the turrets, and ah, oh, the cheer is such a fist pump moment. It's like seeing two best friends beating an incredibly hard video game. And the movie takes advantage of this high, uh, this, this like little high moment for a little bit to kind of build on Finn's character. And I think it pays off wonderfully. You know, Finn's riding this high, having been inspired by Poe and seeing his first kind of glimpse of freedom. And then he's given his name and that high just keeps on going. He's overjoyed. I feel so happy for Finn in this whole scene, not only because he's escaped the one thing that he wanted to get away from, but the fact that he found his first friend in his breakout partner. Then we get the whole action scene on Jakku, and again, it's more fist-pumping fun with a little bit of comedy and character building thrown in. I love seeing Ray's moves as she throws down, and the two of them with BB-8 being chased around the outpost by thugs. But then the scene really takes off for me, excuse the pun, when they get into that hunker junk we know so famously as the Falcon. I mean, I knew it was going to be the Falcon when I first saw it. We all expected it to be the Falcon. But back then, and even now, even now after re-watching the movie, it still puts a massive, excited smile on my face when the camera pans over to the hunk of junk that we love. The same thought every time. Oh yeah, we're going to see the Falcon do what it does best. The chase itself as well is also so much fun for me, with slight callbacks to Return of the Jedi when Lando's flying the Falcon through the Death Star. But the big fist pump moment for me in this sequence is with the last fighter. The ship goes up high, Rey cuts the engines, and whilst the ship is slowly falling towards the ground, Finn finds his target and takes the shot, destroying the TIE fighter. Ah, I love how that shot plays out. Finn and Rey are excited, I'm excited. This, to me, was just pure Star Wars fun at its heart. And yes, even with the Raftar scene as well. Originally, I thought they looked a bit out of place at first, massively CGI'd. But I've actually grown to enjoy them now as the roly-poly balls of death that they are. They're super fun to see, as well as Han trying to swindle his way out of getting caught by Kanja Club and the Guavian Death Gang too. It's like classic Han. Now the next little highlight for me is just really whenever Maz's castle shows up. If you've listened to the previous episodes of the podcast, then you've heard me go on and on about world building quite a bit. And I'm going to mention it again with Maz's castle. It's like a feast for the eyes, 
picking out the different alien species again, just like Jabba's uh, palace in Return of the Jedi, and even the flags that are above the castle's entrance. There's flags taken from the pod racing scene in The Phantom Menace that are on display there, and even one for the Mandalorian Fett uh, clan. I remember seeing the trailer and staring at just that one shot to see how many flags I could recognise. All of that to me is just kind of encapsulating that another fun aspect of Star Wars. It is a shame that it gets blown to smithereens shortly after we see it, but hey, that's okay, because it comes with another great bit of action and a fist pump moment from me again. I enjoy the action on the ground with Finn facing off against the riot trooper, but it's when the X-Wings show up that really tops it for me. The march of the resistance playing over the panning shot of Black Squadron. It's like they made a Top Gun movie for space. And then following that through with an eight ship kill streak by Poe in one shot, flexing off those skills again. Just again, fist pumps all around. Speaking of whom, his and Finn's re reunion is just golden. Again, the chemistry is just on point between these two, and they're so happy to see each other. It just, again, puts a massive smile on my face. Now, fast forward a little bit, and we get even more space action with Poe and his squadron assaulting Starkiller Base. Yeah, sure, it's just like the trench run from A New Hope, but there's so much more to bring this scene to life. There's the backdrop of, Il I mean, Starkiller Base. Throughout the sequence, and then there's the sheer mass of fighters swarming on their location, as well as the ever-changing shift from the sun's natural light to darkness as the weapon recharges. It looks and feels like fun, hectic space battles we expect from a Star War. So, whilst the fun is the main reason that this movie makes my favourite Disney film, there are also some character dynamics I really like here too. I like the conflict within Rey. Now, I can look past the lack of training she has. I don't really get hung up on that all too much. But it's a similar dynamic to Luke in that she wants to get away from Jakku, like he did Tatooine. But there's also the additional complication of something stopping her, like an emotional crutch keeping her from moving on and heading down her own hero's journey. I think it's a, it's a situation that many people face, is that they know that they need to move, but they're so used to the comfort of what they know that they're too scared to. Which is also kind of similar to Finn's arc, because I find Finn's arc uh, powerful in that it takes a lot of courage to walk away from a situation you feel tied to, like the First Order. Even though it's all you've known, it's a massive leap, but important to know that just like Finn, there's a way through to the other side. Kind of like, it's not where you came from that defines you, but where you go and what you do next that defines you. Which, yeah, kind of sounds like Ray's arc to me, but perhaps Ray's story as a whole is one best save for another episode. But to wrap up today's episode, let's talk trivia, but more accurately, cameos. The film has an abundance of cameos in it, with Simon Pegg as Uncar Plutt, Daniel Craig and, I'm going to butcher this, butcher this name, uh, Michael Giacchino as Stormtroopers, J.J. Abrams performing in Maz's Castle Band, and singing in the two songs from them, 
and even his own father playing a resistance general in the later scenes on Dakar. But the cameos that I really like here are that of James Arnold Taylor, the man behind the voice for Obi-Wan in The Clone Wars, Ewan McGregor, from the prequels of course, and Sir Alec Guinness himself. Now James and Ewan were called in to provide lines for the movie to be used during the Force Vision scene where Rey picks up the lightsaber, and lines from Sir Alec were taken from the originals, and I love how the three of them were woven into and over each other when she hears all the voices from the past. I thought it was a super awesome addition since we're hearing from the key players in that saga. The most notable line for me that you hear this with is the one at the very end, where you hear Obi-Wan Kenobi say, these are your first steps. Now there's a bit of speculation to be had there, because is that Obi-Wan actually addressing Rey, or is that part of the line taken from A New Hope? These are your first steps into a larger galaxy. But with that trivia wrapped up with, it brings us to the end of day 13 of 30 Days of Star Wars. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, or even if you didn't, and want to share your favourite Disney film with me, you can do so on the show's social media pages at The Force Nexus on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And also consider giving them a follow as well. If you want to follow me personally, you can do so at Jacosity on Twitter, that's J-A-K-O-S-I-T-Y. Another reminder that the show is available on Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, and now Google Podcasts, with Apple Podcasts hopefully on the way soon. Be sure to follow the show and join me tomorrow on day 14, the two-week mark of 30 Days of Star Wars, where I'll be taking a look at the stories inside the pages with my favourite Star Wars novels. But until then, you luminous beings, thank you so much for listening, and may the Force be with you all, always. Thank you.